Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Welcome to Martha Runs the World, episode 111. We're talking about functional training for life today. And what is that? Well, I think of functional training for life as training ourselves, not just for running, but to get us through our lives, to keep us going, whether we're running on the road, on the trail, whether we're walking down the street, to our cars, in our house, whether we're maneuvering a busy city street or just through the park, whether we're playing with our kids or just reaching for a can on a high shelf in our kitchen. We have to be prepared for everything in our lives and we have to be able to function in our lives. And to be able to function, we have to do certain things every day. We may not run every day unless we're a streaker or something, but we have to function every day. We have to do everything every day. And to be, be maneuverable, we have to practice. We can't just do everything every day and expect our bodies to work perfectly if we don't practice. It's like anything else. If we don't practice it, it's like learning a language or something. If we don't practice it, we're not going to learn it. I'm teaching myself Spanish right now. So if I don't practice it every day, I'm not going to learn it. I've divided it up into three separate categories, stretching, exercise, regular exercises, and balance. So I'll be talking about, I'm going to give you different examples in each one of these categories in a minute. I really thought it would be good to have an episode just to focus on these aspects. Sometimes we all get lost and our routines get disrupted for whatever reason. Lots of us got lost in last year. We got locked out of our gyms because of pandemic and some of us haven't been able to go back. Some of you lucky ones, your gyms didn't stay locked for very long and you were able to go back quickly. Mine is, still isn't open, so I dropped my membership because why pay for something that you're not going to be able to use? So I don't have a gym anymore, and I really miss going to the gym. I used to go to the gym two or three times a week besides my running, and that really helped keep me fit, and I totally miss that. So I re, I have to force myself to get back into routine at home, and it's not easy for me to do that routine at home. I don't mind going out when walking. I do more walking now than, than running, but I don't mind going out and doing that. It's the whole exercise part at home that's difficult for me. I, I miss the tools that I had at the gym, and I miss the weights and the dumbbells and the barbells and all the fun stuff that I had to work with at the gym, but I have to find a way to do it anyway. So I've made... I promise to myself that I'm going to do these functional exercises at home and I'm going to do them at least two or three times a week. And I started doing them this morning and it's really hard. <laughs> it's just that I haven't done them for a while and they're not difficult exercises. I'm not going to give you a whole lot. I'm going to give you alternatives that you can do, adaptations that you can do if if you're not up to doing the regular ones, and I'm also going to give you ones that you can do if the regular ones is too e are too easy. So I'm going to give you 
most of them, not all of them, but some of them I'm going to give you three different categories that you can do them in. In 2017, over 36,000 people died in the home from falls. 20% of people who fall in the home have serious injuries. Over 300,000 older Americans are hospitalized due to hip injuries in falls. And 95% of hip fractures are caused by falls. So falling in the home is a serious problem and something that will be addressed in balancing. I think having balance is extremely important and it's something that you lose over time. When we're toddlers and learning to walk, we fall a lot. We're close to the ground, though, so we usually fall. We plop down and we fall on our diapers, so it isn't a big deal. doesn't hurt. We get back up. We waddle. We fall. We get back up. We waddle. We fall. And we eventually learn to walk. We learn that uh, balance is hard. (laughs) And we get kind of passe about it when we get in our teens and our our 20s because we're really good at balance usually we're out there running if if we run we get really good at running we get fast if we're runners and we feel like we can fly down the street or fly down the trails so we don't really worry about balance maybe we don't even practice it maybe we just go out and run i remember when i was in my 20s how fast i used to run and i i wasn't that fast but i felt fast to me and i'm sure Compared to now or compared to even just a couple of years ago, I was pretty fast. And I felt like I was flying. It was natural. We felt free when we were younger and we felt like we would never stop. But as you get older, time doesn't ever stay the same and nothing stays the same. Things change. Gravity does creep up and it drags us down farther. So it's harder as we get in our 40s, 50s or 60s or older We don't have the same balance. We don't have the same strength and flexibility as we once did. And it seems like it happens overnight. I know it doesn't. I understand that. It takes time. Little by little, we lose that strength. We gain slowness. We gain a little bit more fat. Age creeps up on us. It hurts a little bit more to get out of bed in the morning. What was once natural balance kind of goes away. I realized, and I've always had decent balance. I've never had a problem with falling. I've only fallen once on the trails, knock on wood. And this is wood, so I can't knock on it. (laughs) Um, And it was a pretty bad fall, but I've never had any other falls besides that. I've been okay with balance, but just in the last couple months, I've had near falls where I almost tripped over my feet. And luckily I was able to catch myself and it was like, it's a little scary. So it's like, okay, I got to go back to the basics and balance. I'm going to give you a little basic stuff that you can do in balance. There are other things you can do. I'm just going to do a little basic stuff that we can do to remind ourselves that balance is important. And maybe in a later episode, we'll go over some more advanced balance things that we can do that we can do while we're out on a run or after a run or before a run or something like that. We'll, we'll go over that. Right now, I'll just cover some basic things that we can do, and it, it will actually test our, your balance to see how good you are at balance. And maybe it might surprise you that you're not that good or that you are better than you think. I'm going to start with stretches because stretching is important. Even if you're young, you think, oh, I don't need to stretch. 
yeah, when you're young, you don't probably don't have to, or you don't think you have to. Stretching, of course, is more important after you run than before. And before you run, you should do dynamic stretches. There's two stretches that I do before I even get out of bed. Every morning I do this, and I've done this for a long time. Thank goodness I don't have back problems. But this really helps me feel good. Before I even get out of bed, I do the cat and cow stretch, which is actually a yoga pose. It really helps me feel really good first thing in the morning. You get on your all fours, you're on your knees and your hands, and you stretch your back up. You arch it like a cat. You know, you get to that cat pose, you arch it up, you arch your back as, as far as you can, and you hold it for five seconds. And that's the cat pose. And the cow pose is you you do the exact opposite. You make it sway back. You bring your back down as far as you can. You hold it for five seconds. And you do five sets of that. And Oh, you're back. First thing in the morning, it feels really good. Really, really good. I've done that for a long time. I do that every morning before I even get out of bed. That is the first thing I do. And I do that religiously no matter what. We'll be right back. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG, and we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Before you run, there's just a few things that stretches that I think are important to do. And you can do other things, but one of the things I do is leg swings. So hold on to something and you want to swing swing your leg out and you can swing it as far as you can out and do it front, swing it out in front of you and back and then out in front of you and back and do 10 each and that's good. You can do side swings Swing it out to the side and then in front of you, you swing each leg in front of you and you can do that as well. And that is really, really nice. It just gets all the the muscles all loose and it's dynamic so you're not holding it at all. Another one is a standing hip controlled articular rotation or CAR, which is a nice one where you you bring one leg up with the knee, knee bent and then you just rotate it out with the knee bent into a circle. You just rotate that hip out. Um, you take it, you start with the, okay, nice truck going by making a real loud noise. Sorry about that. You just make a rotation. You bring the knee out to the side and you make a big circle. You do. You can do that 10 times each side. And that just makes the hip ball nice and loose and feels really nice. Feels all nice and loose in the in the. Um, hip and the glute area just loosens all that up. Another one is to touch your, do some toe touching and just reach down with a nice big stretch to touch your toes, bend your knees, just keep them nice and a little bent and just kind of reach down and that stretches out your back really nice. Don't do that if you have back problems, but if you don't, it's a, it's a good one. And just make sure your body is all nice and flexible. Kind of, you can just do a wiggle worm where your body just wiggle your whole body. <laughs> it looks weird, but it feels pretty good. That kind of thing. Uh, walking is is probably one of the best things you can do is make sure you walk a little bit before you run. 
you can walk fast, walk slow, but walk a little bit and get your body warmed up. The whole point is to warm up before you do any kind of stretching or exercise as far as, as dynamic exercise. Make sure you're warmed up first before you do that. Then after your run is when you really want to do some good stationary stretches. Calf stretch is really good. If you have access to stairs or a stair and something to hold on to, you can put half your foot on a stair or over a stair and you can then step up to your toes and then go down down below the stair so that you go up over the stair on your toe and then you go down over the stair on your toes so you get the whole stretch in your calf and your shin so that whole area gets nice and stretched out and that's a really good calf stretch. IT band stretch is really good you put the one foot in front of the other and then you put your hands over your head and you grasp your, your fingers together and then you stretch from one, to one side. Make sure the side that you stretch to is the opposite of the foot that you put in front of you and you hold that for 30 seconds each. And you only do the, the holds, 30 second holds after you run. You don't want to do that before you run. And there's a few other ones. I'll, I'll include them on the website. There's a few other ones. There's a piriformis stretch, hamstring stretch. There's a hip flexor stretch. There's a few other ones like that. And I'll put some links to those on the website as well. Now, balance. Balance is super important. And I wanted, like I said, I wanted to go through that. Balance exercises are easy. They, or they seem easy, but they're not maybe as easy as we think. The real first preliminary balance exercise to do is to stand on one foot with your eyes open. See if you can do that for 30 seconds. If you can do that for 30 seconds without holding on to something, have something next to you to hold on to. Do it next to a wall, a chair that doesn't have wheels on it, or something, desk, something like that, a bar, a tree branch, a friend, <laughs> something. Stand on, on one foot. Eyes open, 30, if you can do that for 30 seconds without grasping something, that's great. Now the next one is really hard and, and it takes a while to work up to. You gotta practice it. Stand on the same one foot with your eyes closed and make sure you have something to hold on to. See if you can do that for 10 seconds. It's not easy. If you can do it for 10 seconds, go for 20. It's really difficult. It's really, really difficult because your whole opposite, your whole world is changed when you close your eyes. It's really, it's a totally different thing. So try that. Now, if you can do that, if you can stand on your one foot with your eyes closed without grasping anything for 30 seconds, you have amazing balance. The next thing is to stand on uneven surface. Like if you have a BOSU ball, if you can stand on a BOSU ball on one foot, again, make sure you have something to grasp onto. If you're at the gym, I would imagine if you have a BOSU ball, if you have a, a bar or a wall or something to grasp onto, make sure you have that so you don't fall. We don't want any falling. You see if you can do that for 10 seconds or more. Be real careful. Or, or if you don't have a BOSU ball, try a narrow surface like a train track with no trains coming. Or an uneven surface or something like that that's that's real hard try standing on it for one with with one leg and please please don't don't be don't make it really really uh, dangerous and scary 
just be real careful, okay? <laughs> this really helps our balance, though. Do try it. And the eyes closed is the, is the hardest thing, I think. Walk heel to toe. And it may sound easy, but it's not. Remember the videos with the highway patrol having the, the uh, supposed drunk drivers trying to walk heel to toe after they've been drinking when they get out of the car? Yeah, it's really hard doing it sober. <laughs> it's really hard. Walk heel to toe 20 times and then turn around and then try it another 20 times. It's not easy. It's really hard. So try that. Once you get it down, it, you, it's okay, but it's not as easy as it looks. And this is kind of an interesting one. It it depends on what you have and how how large the stick is. But if you have a stick that has one end that's that's kind of that has kind of um, a flat surface, you can do this one. It's called balancing wand, and it, it, and it shouldn't be like that long. I I they say a broomstick, but I think a broomstick is kind of tall. I, I would say maybe half the size of a broomstick, but if you have a stick or, or something like that with a fl one f flat surface, hold one end in the palm of your hand for as long as you can. It's not really easy. See if you can do it for five seconds because it's going to want to come out, and that's really, really difficult. It's kind of a fun balancing exercise. It has nothing to do with your legs or anything but like that, but it's kind of interesting for your hands and your arms to see if you can balance something. This single deadlift and reach is a really nice one, or as they call it, Romanian, single leg Romanian deadlift. I, I always used to do it with weights when I was at the gym, but obviously I'm not at the gym anymore. So you can do it at home. You can do it single leg Romanian deadlift where you, you go forward with one leg. You have one leg going in the back, and the one leg in the back is very, very straight, and you keep it as straight as possible, and it's going to lift up as you bend forward. So you're kind of like one of those plastic birds with the water in it that dips forward. Remember those those little plastic birds that had the colored water in it that, that would constantly like dip forward? You're like that. So you so the front half of your body is going forward and the and the leg, one of your legs is going in the back and it's straight. But your hands are in front of you, so your hands are are reaching forward. And it's really a good exercise. Do five or ten of those each side, and those give you a really nice balance practice. Another one you can do, and you can do this outside, you can do this when you're out in your run or if you have steps, step up with balance. You go up one step, and it, or you do this on a bench. If you can go up that far, you can challenge yourself a lot. You can do this on a regular step, or you can do this on a really high step, like one of those dipsy, like on the dipsy trail steps, <laughs> giant steps, or a park bench or something. But you step up and then you go up one more imaginary step with your next leg and you lift that knee up high so it's straight, like you're going on a pretend step, and then you bring that knee down and then you go down and then you step up again and you lift that knee up and then you go down and you step up again and you lift that knee up and you go down. You can do five to 10 reps each of those. It's a really good exercise. It gives balance. It gives strength. It's really good for your quads. It's really good for your, for your glutes and it's very good for your balance. All right. Now, if you're not tired yet, I have some, I have just a few exercises. I just have just a few uh, squats. I hope you're doing squats. I actually 
do do squats, you can do your regular squats, which where you just bend down and you keep your knees either aligned with the tip of your toes or and you don't go over your toes. And you want to make sure that you go straight down in your, your butt, of course, leading the way, <laughs> as I say. Do regular squats like that. And you can go down deep if you want. You can do a deep squat or you can do a half squat, which isn't going down quite so far. You can do a squat where you squat into your chair if you want to practice, like like you're sitting in, in a chair, how you sit down in a chair. You can do that as you squat. Okay, I'm sitting in a chair. I'm sitting in a chair. If you want to put your chair there and pretend like you're sitting in a chair, that's how you can start your squat. Start your squats that way, and then you can start going lower as you get used to it if you want to do that. That's how you do a squat. Do an adapted squat. You can. That's one way is to sit like with your chair there and, and sit into a chair. That's a kind of a half squat. Or if you have a stability ball or have access to one, you can do a stability ball. That's hard to say. Wall squats where you put this, you put the ball on your back, you lean into the ball and you do a squat doing down that way. So it gives you, it gives you um, support on your back and lean into it as you do your squats. So it really kind of helps you, gives you strength, it, it, it helps your back. You still get the workout and the benefits out of the exercise. If you want to give it more power, you can do it weighted if you're at the gym. You can pick up a couple dumbbells if you want. Don't get them too heavy, but get them heavy enough that it gives you a good workout so that it pushes you. If you pick up a couple dumbbells and you say, oh, this is nothing, no big deal, and you don't feel it, then go to the next higher weight and try those. And if that gives you a good work, and then try those for a while, and then you can always move up the weight. You don't want to do too much too soon. Uh, let's see. Now the plank. Plank is everyone's favorite plank, yes. I would say the regular plank is on your elbows. I would definitely put either a towel or something down so it's more comfortable. Now, you can do a wall plank if you want. That is a little bit less hard on, on the person if they're having trouble getting on the ground. You can do it on the wall. Yes, you can. It's a little bit uh, safer for you if you have back problems, if you have problems getting down on the ground or up off the ground. That is a good way to do it. And if you want a little bit more of a workout from your plank, do your plank and then do side planks. Side planks are way harder than the regular plank. And it'll give you a lot more of a challenge and a lot more of a workout. And then if you do the regular side plank, there's lots of variations on it. So have at it. And now rows. Rows are, now rows will help your upper body. It will help your arm strength, your shoulder strength. It will help all of that. I suggest having a resistance band. Resistance bands are great. You can work out at home. I have them here. And they are really, really good. A regular row is you stand and you can use the resistance band. You put it under your feet and then you pull up one side at a time with your arm like you're rowing. It's really a nice workout. You can do that. You could do like 10 reps at a time, which is each side, depending on how tight that resistance band is gives you how much of a workout you're going to get. Now, if you want to adapt it, you can sit on the floor with your legs straight and you put the resistance band around your feet and you can 
you can pull that resistance band with both arms and get a really nice workout that way. It's a really nice way to do it. As long as you don't have problems, you're sitting on, on the ground like that. And you, each set has 10 reps. You can do a couple sets of those. The last thing I, I think that's really good to keep going are wall sits. Wall sit is you can do anywhere at any time as long as you have a wall. So you just basically stand at the wall and then uh, move your move your legs out a little bit from the wall. And then you just basically kind of slide down into a sitting motion. You want your knees and quads straight like you're sitting. You can start at 10 seconds. You can start at 20 seconds. Whatever feels comfortable but maybe is a little bit of a challenge and then you work from there and then maybe maybe the uh the first week you do it for 20 and the second week you do it for 25 and and then you work your way up something like that you push yourself a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more until you're there for like two minutes and you want to die <laughs> it's a really really good exercise it, it really gives you a lot of strength in your legs and you won't even know it until it gets so hard that you will know it. Does that make sense? <laughs> there are lots of other exercises you can do, but these are things that you can do every week of your life. There's no reason to give these up. There's enough variation. There's enough adaptation that even if you may have some difficulty, you can still adapt these exercises to fit your needs. We're not always going to be able to do what we want to do, but we can still keep trying and keep going. And we can work around what happens to us. We can always do that. And there's no reason to stop. There's no reason at all. No matter what happens, we're still going to be living, right? We're still going to keep going. And we have to. What choice do we have, right? So I hope you enjoyed this. And I thought it was time to have a, an exercise show to give you some tips and hints and maybe a little bit different perspective because I've had a little different perspective these days. It's not always easy and it's not always going to be bright and sunshiny, but that's no reason to give up and there's no reason to stop trying. And I'm not going to stop trying and I'm not ever giving up. That's not in my vocabulary. I will keep going, and I know you will too. I'm going to be your cheerleader because I will be cheering for you. I will be at that finish line with you. Yeah, I will be. I'll be there for you, okay? I'll be there giving you your bottle of water and your banana and your bagel, and yes, and even if I don't drink, I'll give you a beer if you do, okay? All right. So I hope you enjoyed this, and let me know how you're doing. You can email me at martharunstheworld at gmail.com. Or you can check out the website, martharunsaworld.com. And until next week, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run. <laughs>